0: Good morning. This is Brian Boyle with the Mesh Tongue, and I hope all are well. Hopefully you're having a great day. And thanks for tuning in as always. Today I want to talk to you about a study that was uh, that was released in 2015 by Miller and Hamel in the Journal of Biomechanics, and it was related to um, minimization of cost, uh, you know, whether we're talking about metabolic cost or um impact forces in foot strike and what was the you know most versatile pattern or which was the best and most efficient and so they looked at both barefoot and what they call shod or shoed running uh you know so somebody wearing shoes or somebody going barefoot and they looked at a rear foot strike pattern versus a forefoot or non rear foot strike pattern, okay, so that could be, you know, kind of midfoot or forefoot, I guess, and they found that as far as measuring metabolic cost and impact forces, that the rear foot strike pattern was by far the most versatile foot strike, and that, uh, you know, based on things that they probably didn't assess, and they assessed like 47 different things, but, um, you know, that uh, that the Things such as comfort, uh, you know, which is really hard to to kind of assess, other than just somebody saying subjectively what they uh, what they felt, um, you know that that most people are going to revert back to that rear foot strike, especially the non trained, if you will. So if you're like a running coach or if you're uh, you know a physical therapist or you know somebody else that may be doing a kinesiologist, somebody that may be doing uh, running. Um, you know, assessments and gait assessments. Chances are, the non, you know, non-long time runner that uh, somebody that's just starting off, maybe within the first year or so, but maybe even the folks that have been running a while but never really had kind of a, a need to look at their running pattern until maybe an injury. Um, you know, typically are going to revert back to that rear foot strike pattern, that that heavy heel striker, as we call them okay, and that, uh, um, you know, that may be just because of comfort, it may just be because it's more stable, it may just be because they've never learned anything else, and it was just, I'm going to put one foot in front of the other and get going, and so it doesn't necessarily mean that it's, uh, you know, better than anything else, unless unless there's now an issue, right? And that's that's the key. So we can see people with all sorts of crazy running patterns, uh, you know, put them on a gate analysis, uh, you know, get them on the treadmill, we analyze them from front and fr- or from the back and from the side, and we can see this crazy, crazy running pattern. But if they're not having any pain, if they're not having any sort of, uh, you know, Issues where they're saying, you know, I just don't feel like I've got, you know, uh, the right stride length, or I feel like I'm overstriding uh, or I feel like I'm, you know, not as efficient as I could be, then there's really no reason to change somebody's running pattern, okay? So typically you would wait for some sort of issue to crop up. But if we look at some study like this, okay, the, uh, the non-rear foot strike, so again, not hitting the heel heavy or the rear foot, they did say it was able to reduce localized muscle fatigue and also from, you know, if we switch, um, you know, from a rear foot strike to a non-rear foot strike, so whether mid foot or forefoot, you know, it may reduce joint load accumulated during a run, especially if, you know, maintaining, uh, you know, constant speed over a uh, you know over a given length, and so there may be some reason as to why you would do that if you know if you were suspecting that somebody may be getting some sort of uh, localized hotspot, whether it's shin splints or another you know kind of stress reaction, uh, even stress fracture, um, you know, or just uh, just to try and reduce the muscle fatigue in uh, you know in localized areas, and, and sometimes we'll see that muscle fatigue, it, and it could be in the calf, sometimes it's up at the hip. Uh, you know, you name it. But but that I thought was kind of interesting, right? Because of the fact that if, uh, if you looked at the overall most versatile foot strike pattern, it does come back to the rear foot strike. And yet we know that there's potential, potential for, uh, you know, significant increase in injury. So something to keep in mind, especially if you are a uh, you know if you are a running coach, um, you know somebody that may be working with these folks and uh, you know trying to figure out why you know somebody may uh, be rever- rever- reverting back to this pattern, uh, that's more than likely the case. So hopefully you find some value in this. If you did, please share this with your friends, your family, training partners. Until next time, I'll see you again. This is Brian Boyle with the Mesh Tongue Running Show. Take care. Have a great day.